0: Yes, people, it's episode 115 of Griff's Brain Dump. And it's me, Griff, obviously. It is quarter past five on a Sunday. I am in Sheffield. I'm actually right outside the venue of the first date. First uh, tour date, Sheffield, of the Wahala Spring Tour. I'm parked next to a pile of sick. And um, a literal pile of sick. Some people are trying to work out. What does that, what does that saying mean? Nah, it's just, it's actual pile of sick there, um, it's a uni town. I've uh, got some uni halls. See some unite student accommodation there. So it's a large wild night. So let's hope my car doesn't get fucked by some student, or someone gets dashed out of the venue. Um, probably think I should park somewhere else, but hey, I'm right outside the venue, man. So this is nice. I can just leave when I want to leave. But um, it's also where the madnesses will happen if there are madnesses. You know, if people are, like fighting, they'll be like po- they'll be like up against my car, or pissing next to my car, or worse, banging, banging on my bonnet. Hey guys, could you, uh, excuse me, yeah, could you stop giving each other a hand, jobs there and let me just doo-doo. Cheers, let me just get in. Okay, you're not going to stop doing that, are you, sir? I was like, oh, okay, oh, ah, oh, damn it. All right. <laughs> But that's all good. It's all good. Um, it's been a good week. Look forward to this gig. Actually, I'm just I'm still talking about this gig. I'm looking forward to this gig, man. I'm looking forward to this gig. Look forward to it, man. But um I'll tell you what, this week's been great. Why? Because Tottenham Hotspur have moved to their stadium. They've moved to the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. And I went! And I'll tell you what, oh so sad, flipping emotional. I didn't think I cared. <laughs> I didn't. Ah, oh, got on the train, pulled up at Northumberland Park, and uh, that's all. It's all a part of it. It's all a part of the magic. It's all a part of the Tottenham experience. If you're a Tottenham fan, you're from Essex. You, from my part of Essex you pull into Northumberland Park. That's the station's even changed. Used to have two platforms, and now it's four. I'll tell you what, pulled up. I wasn't bothered, so I walked off the off the train. I'm on the platforms, like, oh shit. I haven't been in Northumberland Park area. I've never been, I haven't never, have been in Tottenham, N17, for two, two years. Two, three years. So I've driven past it on the high roads. Quickly seen the stadium. Oh, there it is. But I just haven't done this journey. This journey was like, for one, one of the seasons, right, I think I went to about 15 games at White Hart Lane one season. I've never been a season ticket holder, but one season, I just, I don't know why, I was just getting tickets like that easy. And games I weren't getting tickets, I was getting them from other people. I was just at like loads of home games. And that was like part of my my year, part of my like week. Was well, I'm going to watch Tottenham? And um, so it's just yeah, was getting off the train, like, so, "Oh shit, I ain't done this walk in ages. Don't remember that shop and rah. Oh, that's changed. Don't oh, they've changed that? And oh, that stayed the same. And then um, the buzz, the excitement of people going to." This place of familiarity. It, it, was, it was strange. It was, it was nuts. It was. It made me realise how easy it is for for religion to start. <laughs> it felt spiritual. It felt. No, it was good though. And obviously, Tottenham won. And, and the stadium's fucking impressive, guys. Like this is him just as a Tottenham fan. Like architecturally, just impressive. Like it reminded me when I went to the Euros and go to all those new stadiums. I was like, wow, this is nice. That's what this looks like. It, proper, proper venue. So if your team is playing against Tottenham um, this season or next season, just get down there. Get down to a Tottenham game. And you'll go to a stadium and you'll and you know if, if you're honest, you'll go to stadium's really nice. That's it. If you're a bit a fan of a rival, you go, ah, stadium's nice, but where's your trophy card? So shut shout <laughs> But um, mate, right, it's good. And I'm going there this week as well. I'm going to see Spurs versus Man City. So that is going to be sick. Um, what else have I done this week as well? Um, oh, I did some absolute bromantic stuff at work. So I got a ticket for for um for a work colleague and mate at work. And um, but I told him I couldn't get tickets. And then I put a little post-it note underneath his mouse. Then he uh, turned it over. And I said I ain't joking We got tickets We're going to the game And um, he came running over He was like If you treat your fiancé Like this Then she is the luckiest girl In the world <laughs> It was bromance The the team sector For his team Was just like I think he wants to marry you It, it was a lot of bromance In that moment I didn't even have to I, I made it unnecessarily sweet I could have said Yeah we got tickets We're going But I, I decided to make it sweet For whatever reason uh, But yeah it was fun. It was good. Yeah. his quote was, This is the nicest thing anyone's ever done to me since my missus pushed out my two children out of a front bum. <laughs> so hey. Random acts of kindness. Don't hey, it made me feel good. You know, being being an arsehole was fun, but um being a nice person is even nicer. So it's uh it's got me lining up some nice things for my, my fiance for when she comes back. Uh, from Jamaica. Because she is in Jamaica right now. If you follow her on Instagram or whatever, you'll see she's there. Bloody cow. Out of order. <laughs> why aren't you in Jamaica, Darren? Because I'm, I'm gigging. That's why. But no, um, she's in Jamaica. The weather's not great there. And, and that's this. I realise I love her. Because I'm not actually happy about that. Most people, when they told me to go on a holiday and the weather's shit, I kind of was like... <laughs> Cause the weather shit here. Does after have that? Whereas I was like, no, I actually wanted her to have a nice, nice trip. Yeah, that's that's what I wanted for her. Wanted her to be happy. So, um, but no, the weather's not great out there. But oh well. But what else have i done this week? I started going physio. Get my shoulder sorted. I'm lucky I get private healthcare of my work. And um, stupid though, because you have to have like a doctor's referral. For them to pay for your physio, you know, I tried to get my physio booked up. Called uh, called a health insurance provider. Say, hey, um, just wanted to try and book some physio stuff in. I'm like, yeah, who's that? And have you got a doctor's ref- a GP referral? I was like, no. Uh, well, until you have one of those, then we, we uh we can't we can't do a service for you. So to let us know when you get your GP referral and see. And luckily, I'm with a good GP because I quit seeing a real GP. I'm with the app Babylon GP. If you don't know Babylon GP, right? Awesome. If you work in zones one to three or live in zones one to three in London, sign up to Babham GP if you're GP shit. Because you know when you're trying to call for your local GP, and you have to call it on the morning, doesn't open till nine, you call at nine, 9.01 and go, sorry, there's no appointments today. What? Old oh, book, should have called early. Called early? I called at 9.01. Yeah, I should have called at, you know, nine minutes and 30 seconds. 9pm 30 seconds, that's when you should have called. We had appointments then. So how have all the appointments gone? And now you're already an hour late for work. Because you have to wait till nine o'clock for your fucking GP to open. So you're Babylon GP, that's the thing as well. You wait all that time, wait three weeks for your symptoms, for that, like, for your appointment, go there. It's like, what symptoms do you have? Well, I had. They've kind of cleared up on their own. Oh, okay. Because it's been three weeks. And I didn't even have symptoms. I just wanted to get a referral. Luckily, I'm with Babylon GP, right? They do appointments over the phone. Because a lot of appointments we have, we don't actually need to talk to someone face to face. We actually don't. Just tell them what's wrong. What's wrong? Uh, my shoulder hurts. Um, I just need to see a GP. I just told her straight, look, I just need a referral to go to GP. Don't waste any of your time. It hurts, when I lift my arm up. That's it. Bah bah, bah, bah. She's like, okay, here's your referral. Email, bang, sent it to me. Bang, called my healthcare insurance provider the same day. I said, like, yeah, I'd like to book a physio thing. Okay, yeah, yeah, sure. You got GP referral? And I said, like, yeah. Ready for them to give me an email address to tell me. And i like, okay yeah we put that through So when like, what do you mean you put that through don't you want a copy of the referral no right no, so I was like so I would have been like a dickhead waiting three weeks for this referral just for them to go yeah okay take my word for it but I start going physio shoulders a mess all from you know I've got that HMPP thing with the nerves shut off in my arm got that then um, yeah it's because my bicep was a mess bicep's better now well because my bicep's better and I'm using my arm normally. The muscles aren't working as a team. I'm on the left side of my body. So shoulder, bicep, um, tricep, all of that is not working together. They all work, but not working together right now. So I need to do physio just to rebuild the muscles and get them working together again. And um, so that's what I've been told. I've got these exercises. It's hilarious because you think, oh, went to physio. He's showing me these exercises. like That looks easy enough to do. I have to like lie on my front and do this thing where like making, imagine lying on your front, pushing your arms above your, in front of you, like above your head, you're laying on your stomach in a Y shape. Then you pull them back, your elbows back to make a W. And then you put your forearms out to make a T. Yeah. It sounds easy enough. But then you realise how weak your shoulder muscle is because it's been fucked for like months. Yeah. Did that. I was like, Oh my God. I started sweating. Just moving my left arm. But I've um, doing that and I've actually felt the benefits of that straight away. But here's the weird thing about the physio, right? So, like, he's cool. The physio is cool. Nice guy. I feel like he's going to sort my shoulder out. But it's like, I do this. T- uh, I sit down, let him know what the issue is. He's like, yep, yeah, cool, cool. And it's like, it's all silent and stuff. And then you go, all right, just want to examine your shoulder. Like, yeah, cool. So if you just pop, pop your shirt off and do the exercises. That's all normal for me. I expect to have to take my shirt off. What I don't expect is him to turn some music on. Now, I know he's turning the music on to break the tension because once you're doing the exercises, it does break the tension. Like, And he kind of gives you a natural rhythm to do the exercises too. But when you're clothed and then you become naked and you're doing that to music, make me feel like a stripper. <laughs> it's like, hey, just pop your clothes off. I'm like, okay, start unbuttoning my shirt. It's like, dun, dun, dun. It's like no, I don't, I don't. Can you turn the music off while I take my clothes off? I don't. Cause now I'm trying to take my clothes off without any rhythm. Cause then I definitely am stripping. That's It made that awkward. But, um, no, but hopefully my arm will be fixed and then I'll be able to go to the gym properly. I've still been going to the gym, but you had to do, like, do cardio and stuff. And I find cardio so boring. I find the gym boring in general. I want to start playing football again. You know, I've been so injured since not playing football, I think I might as well just fucking play. You know what I mean? I'd rather twist my ankle playing football than fucking hurt my arm sleeping. Jesus Christ. It's been pathetic. Um, so, what's been going on in the world um I don't even know what's been going on in the world. What has been happening? What's um was going on in the Twitter timeline? I don't know if that Jon Snow thing was even like this week or last week, where he referred to white people as um what was what was this term he used to refer to white people? Uh white people. That was it. Uh, it was white people. He used white people to refer to white people. Wait, this is uh Right, so I'm just looking at Arsenal Everton. Well, just looked on Twitter and it's just Arsenal and Everton are flipping everywhere. What what what's the What the hell? What's what's happening in that game? Well I don't want doing some podcast. Oh uh, Yes! Everton won one 0 no! yes! Oh, yes. Yes. Yes! 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 Ah, wonderful, wonderbar! Tottenham are secure in third. There you go. Have that in your face. Arsenal oh, getting glad that they're above Tottenham for for fucking a few days. You're above Spurs for a few days that you mouthed off. Season's not over yet. There's six more games. Yeah, one of ours is against Man City. But ah, ah. Well, anyway, composure. So back to um. <laughs> Ah, dear. Wait, what? Yeah, I guess the Jon Snow thing that happened. But I didn't, I didn't really follow that. Um, mean, yeah, I just can't, I can't be asked to really follow it, you know? Referred to white people as white people. Um, Was it offensive? No. Was it appropriate? I'm not sure. Was it necessary? No. Okay, there you go. Summed up. I mean, it's not a massive talking point. It was, it was a bit weird. And they've seen so many white people in one place. Like, go watch a football match. You know, you'll see that there's not a lot of other ethnicities there. You know? And I was trying to build a narrative that most white people voted leave. I mean, most people voted leave were white. Guess what? Most people voted remain were white as well. It's a white country we live in. Is it like 90% white? So, fuck me. <laughs> I think what it is white people aren't used to being referred to as white people, that's the thing, that's the thing that shocked a lot of people who have made the complaint. And, well, the, the loud minority, again, like all these issues, it's the loud minority. Well, you fucking called us white people, so are you white? Yes. Are you people? Yes. Then you're white people? No, I mean, uh, but what have you said about that people? Just like, then it, it might be an accurate description. It's always the first thing that always comes out, is it? What have they said it about? Just just tackle what's being spoken about. You don't always have to use a metaphor all the time. Ah, anyway, i thought that word about the rhino poacher. This story is wonderful. A rhino poacher trampled by an elephant and eaten by lions in South Africa. I think that's so beautiful. Fucking all the other animals have just come. Come together, I just beat the fuck out of a human. <laughs> How shit do you have to be as a human that me as another human hears a story like that and I go, "Woo, team wildlife, team animals, let's go." You know what I mean, it is nuts. A suspected rhino poach has been trampled on by an elephant then eaten by a pride of lions in Kruger National Park, South Africa. Accomplished poachers told the victim's the family that he had been killed by an elephant on Tuesday. Relatives notified the park ranger. A search party struggled to find the body, but eventually found a human skull and a pair of trousers on Thursday. <laughs> I'm laughed at someone who's been killed. <laughs> um, the, meet, the managing executive of the park extended his condolences to the family. Um, entering Cougar National Park illegally on and on foot is not wise, he said. It holds many dangers and this incident is evidence of that. Kruger National Park has an ongoing problem with poaching and there remains a strong demand for rhino horn in Asian countries. On Saturday, Hong Kong airport authorities seized the biggest haul of rhino horn in five years, valued at $2.1 million. That's £1.6 million. I mean... Rhino horn. What was rhino horn even used for? But like, that does make me feel really happy, though. I mean, the only thing that would have made me feel better is if he didn't die and he was just, like, paralysed. Like you know what I mean? Like an elephant trod on his spine and then, a, and then lions just ate his legs. That would have been better. But um, let's see. Rhino horn usage. I bet it's for some dumb shit That's not like You know what I mean Oh it's really good For making tables But they just want the horn Like what is it uh, Facts versus fictions What, what is this Some. So, it's Chinese medicine Is what the search Looks like it's saying Can you hear the rain Outside It's nice It's nice little background noise Isn't it Ugh, let's find it. Come on, come on, come on, internet! You, you tart! Jeez, this is taking so long. Has the rain like disrupted the internet? My, my signal. For fuck's sake, man. There's only so much you know stalling I can do. Ah. Oh. Fucking, it's so slow. Let me pause this. Do you know what? fuck the internet? Just fuck it. Fuck it off. It's annoying me. Do I? You know it's quite simple. I don't understand how the internet works. I don't understand how these signals actually work. And then I get angry at these things. And I don't know what I'm actually getting angry at. You know what I mean? I'm just shouting at my device, going, Do internet! You know, just get it sorted. But I don't actually know what's broken or what's not broken if it's meant to work in the rain I just feel like the rain has caused my internet connection to drop and um, that does that make sense? I don't know because I don't know enough about this stuff I mean I don't don't know enough again going back to religion I understand how superstitions come out and rituals oh the rain has stopped the internet I don't know if that's true or not but I've made a connection therefore i will start doing something to try and stop the rain so the internet works right it's oh, fuck is is it actually coming up i should just give up i can't let it go yes now it's up there you go rhino horn use fact versus fiction lost all momentum all five of the world's uh, diverse species of rhinoceros have been brought to the edge of extinction because the human appetite for their distinctive horns. The horns have been prized for tens of centuries for their beautiful translucent color when carved, and their supposed healing properties. Right, called cool. they wanted in Yemen. Blah 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 blah. But what they used for? What they actually? Just look at that. used for the handles of a fucking dagger called jibuya. Um which is presented to Yemeni boys aged 12. As for manhood and devotion to Islam, um, what else? And um, they've used for cups as well as buttons, belt buckles, hairpins, paperweights. Um, far more pervasive, however, is the use of traditional medicine systems in in many Asian countries, from Malaysia to South Korea to India and China, to cure a variety of ailments. Traditional Chinese medicine, the horn. The horn, which is shaved or ground into powder and dissolved in boiling water, is used to treat fever, rheumatism, gout, and other disorders. Um, yeah, according to 16th century Chinese pharmacist Li Shen. Uh, the horn could also be used to cure snake bites, hallucinations, typhoid headaches, uh, carbuncles, vom- vomiting, food poisoning, and devil possession. However, it is not as commonly believed prescribed as an aphrodisiac. Shit, so it's dated back forever. Now, science is now stepping in to dispel some of the mystery and fiction surrounding the use of rhino horn. Um, right, because rhino horn it's not even ivory, it's made of keratin. That's what our hairs and fingernails are made out of. Um, oh, the most hit is the bone core covered relatively thin layers of keratin. Right, so basically what this article is saying is that all the medical benefits of rhino horn is a lie. To stop killing the rhinos. Um, But yeah, so in summary, fuck that poacher in it. But then I'll say that, um, I'm pretty sure I'm wearing leather at some point. I'm in the cap. Do we, use this? we don't use the same cow for meat, do we? I mean, if we use the same cow for meat, then all right, I'll wear leather. But um, do we kill different cows for different things? We must do, right? Obviously, some cows are good for milking and some cows are good for meat. Some cows are just good for, for jackets. <laughs> anyway, let's get to dear Deirdre because um, I haven't really got much more to cover this week. I don't think I've made any notes about stuff that's happened. So, let's see if we get Deirdre. Um, Alright, I think... Wait, I won't actually start reading it out until it loads. If it doesn't load within, like, 20 seconds, then I'm just dropping Deirdre because I won't be able to ramble about nothing for that long. Come on. Come on. Come on, you tart. Come on, internet. Ah... Oh, no. This is crap. This is so annoying. This is bloody annoying. Do what? I'll do it in the week. I'll, I'll do Dear Deirdre just in the week, on its own, and well, I've got internet because this is bloody annoying. Just sitting there waiting for for this to work. Oh, All right. Sheffield have so many fucking emergency services popping off. Reminds me like King's Cross in London, man. This is agonising. I'm going to pause it again. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, people. This is dreadful. All right, back. Here we go. Dear Deirdre, uh, once a year I have sex with my former boss who says he'll come to live with me one day. (laughs) Once a year. That's no, no, no. If he's married, there's not a chance. <laughs> I mean, that's thought oh, No, I'll tell you that, I say I've that. Been, I've, been, uh, I've been harsh there. I've been harsh. If they're both single, uh, this once a year happens because of, you know, just distance and time. And there actually might be something holding you together. So, some kind of um, connection between the two of you. So, I won't take the piss just yet, but let's see more details. I'm I'm suspicious though. I am beginning to suspect he's just using me. I am a woman of forty-five. Oh, Jesus Christ, you can't be wait you're forty-five, you can't be waiting for a guy who has sex with you once a year. Um, I have two sons, eighteen and twenty. I used to work as a PA for a man I greatly respected. I was just separated from my husband when my boss when my then boss uh, took me out for a drink for a drink for my birthday. He invited me back to his place. Supposedly for a coffee. I thought that was what I was going for. But then he poured me a whiskey. He said, you are an amazing person. I think you're gorgeous. He then kissed me. I had no idea he had feelings like that. But he admitted uh, to fancy me for a long time. We went to bed and had passionate sex. I like that. We went to bed and had passionate sex. Like, there's something that's a bit detached about that. Like, you kissed. Then we stopped kissing. Then we went to bed. We then undressed. And then engaged in passionate sex. It's like, feel like the passionate sex should be pushing you towards the bed. You know, from the living room on the stairs, against the wall, fall onto the bed. Then you start taking clothes off. That's what it sounds like. It should be It's passionate. That is like we went to bed. So shall we engage in intercourse now? Yes, but only of a passionate nature. Um, right. Something um, I hadn't had since I'd first married my husband. This guy knew what to do and how to make me feel incredibly sexy. Our dates became regular. His family was in Canada. but he was Ah, oh, but he was separated from his wife and based in London for work. Ah, he's, he's like family, family. When he was travelling, we'd, we'd be together. Or well, when he wasn't travelling, we'd be together. About a year into our relationship, his 20-year-old daughter tried to take her own life. He told me he was going to have to move back to Canada for a while to support her. Okay, that sounds alright. How could I argue? I thought things would fizzle out between us. Yet I loved him more than I felt it was possible. Um I've been it's been four years since he left. He's now fifty two and um, visits once a year. He says he's trying his best to get a job back in the UK. Meanwhile, we keep in touch by email. He never phones. He controls how we communicate. Uh oh I was scared I was so scared he's back with his ex wife. Um, when he came over to UK he stays with me for a weekend of sex but then he disappears saying he's networking he returned to Canada last week and I emailed saying are we okay he replied yeah we're fine I just need to sort myself out I don't know what he means my head is all over the place I've missed other opportunities by holding out for this man my heart says wait but my head says he's used me for sex Hear what you do you suggest you move to Canada yeah Let's see See how he reacts to that. Say, I am going to move back to Can. I'm going to move to Canada to live with you and see if he starts panicking. and goes, no, 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 no. And if he starts doing that, then yeah, you know there's something up. But really, that's perfect. You know, so... That's what I'd say to that. That's what I'll say. Um, let's see if I can get another one. Um, Popping. All oh, right. Uh, dear Deirdre, even though I dumped my boyfriend, I'm devastated he's seen someone else. Shut your mouth. I hate this kind of nonsense. Just let your exes go, innit? I'm 27, he's 28. We we were together for six years, but I had a lot of problems. So, your relationship was shit. You dumped him, but no! Our home was burgled. And then his dad died. I couldn't handle it and lost out on getting my dream job. Um, I love him deeply, but it felt the relationship was on hold all this time. We had so much to deal with. We didn't have time for each other. Um, I hope dumping him would be a wake-up call. What the fuck is that? How about talking to him and working together through your problems? No, 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 no. I'll just dump him. Um, he came to me a week afterwards and said he'd do anything to get back with me. I took him back and then I began to resent him because he only changed when he was feeling hurt because I dumped him. But you said you dumped him, type that'd be a wake-up call. What? He hadn't been sensitive enough to make the effort where I was feeling low before, so I finished it again. <sighs> but now I really regret my decision. <sighs> I'm worried he'll fall for this new girl. Where did this new girl come from? Listen uh, You've lost him Alright Because the comparison as well When you're at the start And it's a new girl She's just all stress free And you've dumped him twice And all of his mates Can be in his ear in the pub Like mate Do not go back to her She's fucking you off She's fucking you about When you dumped him once There would have been a few people Going give it another go Like yeah maybe because of this that When you've dumped him again They'd be like No you don't see their friend get back with someone who's dumped them twice. You know? It's just, um, no, it's nuts. It's absolutely nuts, man. Um. Right, well, I think that's it. I think that's it for the pod. Um, I think we've been squeezed out. Um, I think we squeezed out enough, haven't we? Half an hour. Keep it short and sweet. And then I can just get on to get something to eat and focus on this gig. So, right, people, that is the end of the pod. Um, what else can I say this week? So this week, gigging all week, I think. Uh, no, not Monday and Tuesday. Wednesday at Lighthouse. I'm hosting. That Thursday at Comedy On in Shoreditch. Um, Lighthouse is Shoreditch as well on Wednesday. Comedy On, Cafe 1001 in Shoreditch. Friday. Friday. Um... Was that twelve not doing anything Friday chilling on Friday not so busy actually then Saturday in Leicester in Leicestershire so I think on uh yeah I think i will gonna go home on Friday go visit go visit the Marge stay there for the weekend so she can make me dinner I'm a man but I'm a man child and um yeah so she can make me dinner. She'll love it she'll love taking care of her son. Hey. Cooked food Anyway, that is the end of the pod I'll catch you later, cheers, bye